here for Miracles Ginomai with Pastor Prince in the month of September 2021. Spiritual authority. If you are born again, you are a Christian and you do not understand spiritual authority, the devil will take advantage of you. He says, for we are not ignorant of the devices of the enemy. So there are devices of the enemy. But Paul said, we are not ignorant. As, as the man of God declared over the room, he said, we are receiving a miracle right now. We are receiving a miracle right now. While in the room, on a Sunday evening, at the same time, at the same time, I, I picked up my phone and right on my phone, I received a notification of a transfer of money wow. for the contract that I was working on over the last two months. Beloved, who are, who are listening to us? We, these are unneedly devised fables. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Did not, we did not rehearse what we shared. Yeah. We are only sharing with you that which we have experienced. Yes. It was a really disappointing uh, moment. On the, the concept of the new birth, and we started by seeing a lot of powerful things. Is that not true? And we talked about the different types of persons, the different types of the human spirits that has been created two weeks ago. And last week we went on to talk about the fact that when we talk about being born again, we are not talking about somebody who has changed his behavior or who has changed his acts or who has changed. Or we are talking about somebody, and we said being born again is not turning on a new leaf or changing what you used to do. Say, I used to do this, now I don't do that again. Amen. Amen. That is that a result. That is just a result, a product. The reality of our understanding of the new birth or the concept of the new birth is in the truth that we are newly created in Christ Jesus. Because when a person is born again, it means that he's a new type of person who has been newly created in Christ Jesus. His human spirit is different than the human spirit of the first Adam. Amen. And so we say you have a newly created human spirit and a newly created human person. Amen. And so when you have that understanding, you live like that. You live according to who you are now. Come on, shout glory. glory. That's why we went on to teach last week. And you can get the messages online. You can get the messages online on our YouTube page, Christ World Television, and our Facebook page or channel, World Changes Nation. Come on, shout glory. glory. John chapter 3, the Gospel of John. And last week we mentioned Ezekiel. It says, a new heart will I give you, a new spirit will I put within you. Amen. Amen. Very powerful troops. And we went on to say that when you are born again, by reason of who you are, you begin to win souls. You begin to do something for the Lord. And so that when you are born now, you cannot be born again and not be active in the service of the Lord. Amen. Because when you are born again, you are a new person. One of the means that we know is that you are newly created to serve. You love to serve. You love to win souls. You love to announce who you have become in Christ Jesus. You can't keep quiet. Amen. Amen. Is that not powerful? Is that not powerful? Anyone who got born again in the New Testament, in the Acts, the book of Acts, you discover that they began to win souls. They began to talk about Christ and all that. They love what has taken place in their spirits. John chapter 3. Hallelujah. John chapter 3 verse 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. 
The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, or Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher and you come from God. For no man can do these miracles that you do, except God be with him. Verse 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born, can we all read from verse 3? 1, 2, go. How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time to his mother's womb and be born? Verse 5. Isn't that powerful? Shout glory. glory. Read the verse 6 again. It says, the word, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Can we please take our seats? Take us to verse 3 again. Come on, shout glory. glory. Oh, shout glory like you mean it. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Uh-huh, verse 4. It's so powerful. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Is that not powerful? So that the eyes of my understanding will be enlightened, say it. Be enlightened. Verse 5. It says, Jesus answered, Very well, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Verse 6. Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Is that not powerful? And what does it mean when it says that which is born of the flesh is flesh? And that which is born of the Spirit. So the only way you can enter into the kingdom of God is to be born again. Is that true? The only way you can see the kingdom of God is to be born again. And you see, many Christians just see the concept of the new birth as oh, something that is just simple. Yeah, but born again. Oh, these are just for people who are just new in Christ and all that. But I've come to realize that many Christians don't really understand what has happened when we say they are born again. So they live anyhow. They, they live any life. They accept everything. They can't fight the fight of faith. But when you are born again and your spirit is made new, you live by faith. You walk by faith. You cannot walk by sight. You walk by faith. What does it mean to walk by faith? Amen. Is that not powerful? That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. What does it mean when you say that which is born of the flesh is flesh? Amen. It means that there are some people who are born of the flesh. Amen. And there are some people who are born of the spirit. Two kinds of people. Write it down. That which is born of the flesh. They are born of the flesh. And they are flesh. Write it down. They are born of the flesh. And they are flesh. Two types or two categories of people. 
They are born of the flesh and they are flesh. It tells us who they are. It says they are flesh. Is that not true? And then that which is born of the spirit is spirit. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Is that not powerful? Now, when it talks about being born of the flesh, what it means that you are born of a natural descent. Write it down. It's very important. You are born of a natural descent. You have a natural origin. You are born of the will of man. You are born of the sperm of man. It says you are born of the flesh and you are flesh. And that also means that if you are born of the will of man or you are from a natural descent and a natural origin, what it actually means is that your spirit, you live by the life and the blood of your parents. You live by the life and the blood of your parents in your flesh. And your spirit is dead in sin. Your spirit is dead in sin. Write it down. You live by the blood, by the life of your parents. You live a human life. Or you live by a human life. You live a human life or you live by a human life. And that means that your spirit is dead in sin. It means that your spirit has the nature of sin. And the effects and the nature of sin is at work even in your flesh, in your body. Write it down. The effects and the nature of sin is at work in your flesh. It's at work in your body. It's at work in your blood. It's even at work in your blood. So you see people who say that oh, in this particular family, we are born with this particular disease and it goes through, it runs through the family. Why? Because they are living by the blood of their parents, the human blood. And that human blood is corrupted. That human blood is corrupted by the nature of sin. The nature and the effects of sin are also at work in the human flesh or in the human body. And for that matter, also they are also, it's also at work in the human blood of such a person. So such a person has what we refer to as the spirit man, to as what I've already talk, talk, told you about, referred to as the old man. And such a person is inferior in creation. Write it down. It's inferior. In the mind of God, the one who is born of flesh is an inferior person. It's inferior to sin. It's inferior to sickness and diseases. Is inferior to demons. He is an inferior person in creation. Is that not powerful? Look at what I just said. It's an inferior person, the one that is born of flesh. So Jesus said, the one that is born of flesh is flesh. So his, his, his lineage is traceable to the first Adam. His lineage is traceable to the first Adam. Jesus is born of flesh. He's ruled by his flesh. He's ruled by his senses. He's ruled by his environment. 
So he says, that which is born of flesh is flesh. So when we say somebody is born of flesh, when Jesus says, that which is born of flesh is flesh, that's what he's talking about. He's referring to a kind of person. That is in the description that I've just given. Who understand what I'm saying? And because that particular creation is inferior, that is why Jesus said, you must be born again. Meaning that he saw, he's trying to tell us, or he was trying to tell Nicodemus, that there's a problem with this person. He's born of flesh, and he's flesh. There's a problem. Do you understand what I'm saying? And because there's a problem, that problem must be fixed. How can it be fixed? By being born again. So that which is born of flesh is flesh. But that which is born of the spirit is spirit. To distinguish between the two persons, or the two creation or the two race says this one is born of the flesh and is flesh he's subject to sin he's an inferior person he lives by the life the human life that is at work in human beings come on shout glory, glory. and is subject to all the things that all those who are born of men are subject to he's born of the will of man He refers to that person as somebody who is born of flesh, and he is flesh. But, but, say but. To distinguish the two, is that not true? But that which is born of the spirit, is not many, not many Christians know that there is a distinction between the one born of flesh and the one born of spirit. Many think it's the one born of flesh that is born of spirit. So it's the same, you are all born of flesh and born of spirit. Many, 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 even ministers think like that. They say, they think if you are born again, you are born of flesh and born of spirit. You were first born of flesh, now you're born of spirit. So it's the same thing. It's just that this one, you are born of flesh. This one. There is a distinction. Say there is a distinction. It says, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Is that not powerful? Now when he talks about that which is born of the spirit, he's talking about so being born again means that you are born of the spirit. Is that true? Yes, sir. And that means that he's talking about the person who's, who is born by the word of God through the Holy Spirit. Write it down. He's born by the word of God through the agency, through the instrumentality of the Holy Ghost. He's born by the word of God through the agency or instrumentality of the Holy Spirit. Such a person is not an ordinary person. Oh, Such a person is born by the word of God through the agency or through the instrumentality of the Holy Ghost. Is that not powerful? It means that that person is given birth to by the Holy Spirit. It means that that person is given birth to. That means that that human spirit that carried the nature of sin, that human spirit goes through what we call the delivery system of heaven or the delivery system of the kingdom what we refer to as the workings of the spirit. It means that that human spirit goes through the womb of the spirit and a new human spirit comes out of the womb of the spirit. So the one that is born of the flesh with the nature of sin 
with the human spirit. Now, why is he talking about being born again? Because the real birth is in the human spirit. The real person, a real person is the human spirit. Or the real person is the human, the, the spirit man. The body is not the real you. You know what I said? So Nicodemus was asking that, can he enter the second time into his mother's womb? Because he understands that to, for somebody to be born, he needs to be, to be brought out of the womb afresh. Is that true? But this time, it is not the whole, the whole human body that is going into the womb. This time is the human spirit that carries the nature of sin. That goes through the delivery system, the womb of the Holy Ghost. But when that human spirit enters the womb of the Holy Spirit, that human spirit does not come out as the same. The human spirit comes through because every womb brings forth what is new. Is that true? So when it goes through the womb of the Holy Spirit or the operations of the Holy Spirit, or what we call the workings of the Holy Spirit, that human spirit is brought as a new spirit. Whoever I just said. That human spirit is brought forth as a new spirit. A new type of person. A new type of human spirit. So if you are born again, the kind of human spirit you have is a new type. It's a new kind of human spirit. what I just said. And that type of human spirit is superior in kind. It's superior. It's not inferior. It's superior to demons. It's superior to sicknesses and diseases. It's superior to all the things that we see in this world. We call it, the scriptures Peter calls it the corruption in this world. Is that not powerful? All the lack in this world. That human spirit is sufficient. It is not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves. But our sufficiency is of God who has made us able ministers of the New Testament. So, by new birth, we have been, we have been made able ministers. It's talking about the human spirit. It's talking about the, the sufficiency of the human spirit. That human spirit lacks nothing. Your human spirit lacks nothing. Now, the problem with many Christians is the, the soul. The problem is the soul. The problem is enlightening the human spirit that you have now. It's called an enlightenment. When the word of God, like as I share with you, all of you are born again. But I share with you, I'm unveiling this understanding to your spirit. Then you getting this understanding and getting it to your soul. So that you can drive your will and drive your mind to be consistent with the personality of your human spirit. You see what I'm saying? So many Christians are soulish Christian. They are what? They are soulish Christians. It means that they are ruled by their mind. Some of them also, all these things I'm saying, so you can listen to it, it's just in your mind. These two meditations that you get the word into your spirit. You understand what I'm saying? So that particular person is a superior person. The Christian is a superior person by reason of the new birth. He is born of God. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's born of God. That human spirit comes out of God. He's born of God. He is of a divine origin. 
It's of a divine origin. Write it down. It's very important. Is that not powerful? Who is following what I'm saying? So you see, you begin to see yourself in a different light. Is that not true? Or is that not true? You begin to see the real you. The real picture of who you are. So I'm not just somebody who's just walking around. No. We have been created in a particular way. We are a different type of persons. On the outside, you may look dark. You may look white. You may look whatever. But on the inside, we are different. When God looks around, he sees a different kind of person in your spirit. The new spirit. Oh, come on, shout glory. Superior in kind. Say it, say superior in kind. Say it again, say I am superior in kind. Say I am superior in kind. Say I am superior in kind. I'm superior in type. I'm superior in personality. I'm born again. I'm of a divine origin. It is for we are of God, little children. So little children. It is for we are of God, little children. Why is the scriptures there? So that we can know these things. Without them, we wouldn't know that we are of God. We just come to church. So imagine a person going to church and doesn't know anything. That person is like somebody who doesn't who who doesn't appreciate the reason why the Bible is given. Because he doesn't know whatever is written concerning the person. And you don't know these things for nothing. Do you hear what I'm saying? You know these things to be driven, to live like that. You don't know these things, you just sit down and just watch. You just sit down and be watching. No. You know these things to act. Who heard what I just said? So I'm a newly created person. Whoever I just said there. Is that not powerful? So Nicodemus was trying to say that you enter your mother's womb. Why? Because this is what takes place. The human body doesn't go back into the mother's womb. But the human spirit is birthed out. The human spirit. Say the human spirit. That just says you'll be born again. So this particular birth, in this particular birth, you have life eternal life in your spirit. Oh, is that not powerful? powerful there are three important or three revelatory po- uh, uh, thoughts I wanted to offer. I wanted to catch on the new birth. Write it down. Three revelatory thoughts. Very powerful. It's a very powerful man of God. It's a very powerful man of God. Oh, this is so powerful. See, it's so powerful. You know, there are people who say that, oh, as for me, I don't believe in miracles. You should live sensibly. You should be sensible. All these miracles, they are all over. Some say they are over. And being born again, if you are born again and you say that, means you don't know what has happened to you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Being born again is a miracle. Did you hear what I said? So you meet somebody who says that, oh, I don't believe in miracles. So there are no mir- and he's a Christian. Then the mother person must be born again, again. Or must be taught what it means to be born again. Because being born again is a miracle. It's the miracle of the birth of the human spirit. Write it down. Being born again is the miracle of the birth of the human spirit. It's a supernatural act that occurs in the human spirit. That happens 
for the birthing of the human spirit. Supernatural act that happens for the birthing, for the giving birth of the human spirit. So when you say you are born again, in fact, it means that God has given birth to your spirit. It says that which is born of the spirit, the spirit is talking about born of the Holy Ghost. It says a spirit. So it means that when you are born again, you are no longer flesh. You are spirit. Say, I'm a spirit. I'm a spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? Who understands what I'm just saying? I'm spirit. I'm spirit. I'm spirit. Come on, shout glory. Is that not powerful? Can we continue before before I come to these three things? Go to verse 7. Go to verse 7. Is that powerful? Who understands what I'm saying? So you should understand and you should change. These things are for you to go back, learn them, and change your mind. You renew. The scriptures talk about renewing of the mind. It says, and be not conformed to this world. It says, but be ye transformed. You can never be transformed to live the Christian life if your mind is not renewed with these truths. So you have a responsibility to get, and I'll teach you on that, to get your spirit man enlightened with these truths through meditations. You have your responsibility also to get your soul, your mind renewed. The reason why some of us are born again but we still behave the same is because our minds are not renewed to who we are. Did you hear what I said? We behave the same, we act the same. Before you got born again, you didn't know about prayer. If you got born again, you still don't pray. You're that kind of thing. You can't still stand steady. Say, I can't do anything spiritual. I just come to church. Because your mind has not been renewed to who you are. Did you hear what I just said? It is marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Verse 8. Oh, marvel not that I say, you must be born again. So it says, you must be born again. Anyone that is not born again is flesh. And anyone that is flesh is a servant to sin, to sickness, to disease, and to the devil. Everyone who is flesh is subject. Who heard what I said? Then it says, the wind blows where it wants to go. And we hear the sound, but cannot tell where it is going and where it is coming. And it says, such or so is everyone that is born of the Spirit. It means that when a person is born of the Spirit, you can't predict the person. He's likened to the wind. Oh, can you touch the wind? Can, have you touched the wind before? Can you b- predict the movement of the wind? Can you? It means that your success is unpredictable. Do you know something? You are successful. Say, I'm successful in Christ Jesus. But it, it likens the, the one who is born of the Spirit to the wind. The wind blows where it wants to go. And we cannot tell where it is going to where it's coming. So you may not look successful. You may not look like that. But that is not you. What you look like is, what, is not what you are experiencing. What you look like is what you have in you. Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, shout glory. Is that a, if you want to live a triumphant life where you have an assurance, let me tell you this. You have an assurance, a hundred percent assurance of working in victory, of working in success, of working in greatness, and all of that. You need to know this. You need to say hundred percent. I said say hundred percent. Hundred percent assurance. Most of us are not assured about our lives. 
Most of us are not even certain about our lives. But if you're born again and you understand what it means, you are so certain. Just like the wind, so certain. Nobody can stop the wind. Can you stop the wind? With all the J7 summit for whatever, whatever, weather, what they call all of that, they can't stop the wind. When it begins to come, all the trees begin to move like this. Very soon, your movement will cause a lot of changes. I said your what? Your movement. You move, you move beyond your legs. You move with your mouth. Come on, shout glory. glory. Is that not powerful? Whatever I just said there. So I said three what? Three revelatory what? Thoughts. The first one is this newly born human spirit is born by the word of God through the spirit. First Peter chapter 2. Let's go there. It's born by the word of God through the spirit. I want you to catch, I want you to understand this thing. It's very important. Amen. 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 I can tell you that many Christians don't know what it means to be born again. After I finish teaching, you see that ah, many don't even know. They go to church. Their names are written in books. But many don't know. Shout glory. Are we still online or there's a cut? Shout glory. glory. Shout glory. glory. So, First Peter chapter 2, verse 2. Oh, 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 oh. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine, heir of salvation, purchased of God. If you know to sing it, sing it for me. Born of His Spirit, washed in This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story. This is my song, praising my Savior all day. Blessed are sure. Just sing it as you sing it and think through it. Jesus is mine. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, what? A fortress of glory divine, heir of salvation, purchased of God, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior 
all day, day long. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior. All day. Now you see, because when you are born again, your human spirit is born anew. It's referred to in the scriptures as a newborn baby. Your human spirit is referred to as a newborn baby. So Peter says, as newborn babe or baby, he says, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow. Do you see that? So if you do not know that this is what has happened in your human spirit, so that you can feed your human spirit every time you are studying the word of God for yourself. Personally, you are feeding your human spirit. You are enlightening your human spirit. Amen. It means you are, you are letting your, the human spirit or your human spirit know more about himself. And you are also feeding the human spirit. So just as a newborn baby. That is why it's important that you go to foundation classes and go to all those classes. Amen. As a newborn baby. So you see somebody who is born again. And is feeding on the word of God. And is feeding on the word of God. The more you are feeding on the word of God. The more you are growing your newborn baby. You are growing your spirit. That spirit man that looks like a newborn baby. Knowing nothing. You know what I said? Having all things. Being sufficient yet knowing nothing. Did you hear what I said? Just like a baby. A baby can have all things and still not know. Is that not true? Baby can have all things. All these cars belong to this baby. All these houses belong to you. But the baby doesn't know. Even if you tell the baby, this cars belong to you, he doesn't understand what you're saying. So he says, desire the sincere milk. It begins from where? Milk. So there's the milk of the word of God. That we teach. There's a milk of the word of God that we teach, that you learn. You see, Christians who stay in church for 20 years, 15 years and can't pray, they've not been fed. See, there are certain things that it becomes natural to you if you are born again. As you feed your spirit, all these spiritual activities and spiritual exercises become natural. It's so natural for you to pray. Kadosh atali badosh. Is that not true? It's not natural. Your prayer is your prayer point is all on troubles. And you can't pray because now you are not in any trouble. So you can't pray. So your spirit has not been fed well. You can eat the whole food in this in this world and be so satisfied. And still your spirit is stirred to still pray. <laughs> Child glory. So this as newborn babe says, desire the sincere milk. So what a person must do when he's born again is to desire the sincere milk. The milk of the word of God. To desire it. You are desiring the milk for your spirit to be fed. Your spirit to be fed. Your spirit to be fed. And he says that what happens? What is the result? So that you may grow. So that you may do what? Grow. So when your spirit grows, there is a way you live. You live the Christian life when your spirit grows. When your spirit is fed and fed 
and fed and begins to grow. Your spirit is eight months old. If your spirit is eight, what do I, you understand? No, not eight months old. Not eight months old. Eight months young. Then your spirit is seven months young. Then your spirit is ten months young. Then your spirit is one year young. Is that not true? That's all. It's growing. It's growing. It's growing. It's growing. Until your spirit begins to now have the capacity to live. Just like a child begins to be fed. And the child is fed. And the child is fed. And the child is fed. The more the child is fed, the more the child grows. A child that is not fed is malnourished. A child that is not even fed well is malnourished. So you can cause your human spirit to be malnourished. Meanwhile, your human spirit has all what it takes to live like Christ. We come to that. But it will be so koshyoko, human spirit. And those are Christians who are born again. They are still so ruled by their senses and ruled by their emotions and ruled by everything. They are just ruled by their senses. You tell them, exercise your faith. They say, what what should I exercise my faith? By the time that they want to exercise their faith, they've lived their lives never exercising their faith. That is how come sometimes it takes time for some people to be healed of sicknesses. It takes time for some people to be out of certain predicaments. Because for over the... And that is why I talk, I talk about these things over and over. See, if God was just automatically doing all the things that we are saying he should do, there would be no Christian with any trouble. Did you hear what I said? Yes, no Christian with no trouble, with nothing. The Christian would just wake up everything. No! There are things you have to do. There are things you have to do what? For instance, taking time out of all your busy schedule to feed your spirit. It's something you must do. That, a man of God can do that for you. So if your spirit is so empty, by the time it is time for, your, for, you, for something that you, you are going through or something to happen, your spirit is so empty. So your spirit can't act. Your spirit can't even receive. Can minister, minister the word of God to you and it doesn't go anywhere. It's just around you. So the enemy, they say, <laughs> like the parable of the sower. Come on, shout glory. Whoever I just said there. You can chart your course for your life when you are born again. You can chart your course for your life. You can live the kind of life you are dreaming that you want to live when you are born again. You can. It's not for an athlete somewhere. It's for you. You know what I said? The scripture says the world, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So the fullness of the earth is not for the athlete who is playing football. You know what I said? It's for you. But no, even the athlete cannot be playing in a particular team at a particular level. True or false? An athlete who doesn't do any exercise. Once he, once he wakes up in the morning, he's watching throughout. In the evening, is another banku. Another, another, you understand? No exercise. Nothing. Not training. See, there is such a thing as a de- the development of the human spirit. I think I've taught it before. Training the human spirit. Training your spirit. What it means, when you are born again, you are training your spirit. You train your spirit to be able to fast. You are not fasting to make God become all of a sudden, hey, this person has fasted. No. You are training your spirit to be so strong. You are training your spirit to rule out what is there. Do you see what I'm saying? I said, do you see what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? 
So it says, feed on the milk. How many are ready to feed on the milk? I said, how many are ready to feed on the milk? Is that not powerful? On the same point, go to First Peter chapter 1, verse 23. Oh, say, I'm not an ordinary person. First Peter chapter what? 1, verse 23. It says, being born again. Are we there? So the first thought I want us to catch among what I just explained, I just explained something about feeding your spirit, training your spirit, developing your spirit. Some people develop their bodies. When you see them coming, they are so muzzled. You can also develop your spirit to be so muzzled. You know what I said? That is when you are in control, in the spirit and in the physical. I said you are what? When some demons show up in your day and you speak in tongues, you see them falling off and running away. You are in control in your spirit. Your spirit is controlling events. Both in the physical and in the spirit. The spirit realm. You are not just a garbage, a garbage what? That the enemy will just fly and say, oh, this one, car. says, why didn't you come to church? My whole body is paining me. I can't come the whole day, the whole week. I've been like this. Another thing, car. No, 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 no. <laughs> Shout glory. You should be challenged through the knowledge that we give you here to live a life of victory. You should be challenged. I can't see Christians who are not challenged. They're just sitting down, waiting for something to happen after some years of negative something. Then they are running around. You don't need to wait for negative something before you run around. Do you understand what I'm saying? Live the Christian life now. Practice the word of God now. Feed your spirit now. Begin to do the small, small things now. With what you know. Begin to act what you know. And keep feeding your spirit to act the more. You hear what, what I'm talking about? When you see a child that, is, that wants to run or wants to walk, Jesus just takes a step and the child falls. Two or falls. And takes another step and the child falls. But at a particular time, this is a child that has gone beyond the realm or the level where he or she has to take a step and fall. Is that not true? Then you see the child running around say, ah, the child is running around. It's growth. It is what? Growth. It is growth. So the headache did not go this time. Is that not true? But you feed your spirit to grow more. You can give a bicycle to a two-year-old and you just step on the bicycle like this and even bend down and be playing with the paddle and all that. Is that not true? He doesn't know what you have given her. Three years, four years, you go back and you see this child riding the bicycle like... See, that child doesn't give up at the two year and say, let me remain at the two year. Even this one, I can't ride. I don't know why they'll buy it for me. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? That is the same. We never finish growing. And Christian, we never reach a place where we say, now they will finish growing. No. You feed on the milk. You reach a point where you move beyond the milk to solid foods. There's the solid food too of the word that you feed on. And all that, you keep growing. You keep developing your spirit. You keep training your spirit. And the more you are doing that, and you are renewing your mind, you are renewing your soul. You are renewing your soul. You are renewing your mind. Then you see that consistency between your spirit and your mind. You see that. 
This very simple exercise. It's a homework for all of you. Come on, shout glory. So now he explains to us that when we are born again, it's being born again. It's not of, you see, I always say that when you study the scriptures, look at the consistency. Whatever is written in the gospels and even in the Old Testament, that is consistent with the New Testament is for the Christian. I've said it before, write it down. Maybe some of you were not in this church at that time. Is that not true, Pastor Bert? Most of you were out there chasing some something. Is that not true? Amen. 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 So when you study the Old Testament and you study the Gospels, because you see, the Gospel is also part of the Old, Old Testament. The Gospels. Whatever I just said. Most part of the Gospels. Come on, shout glory. glory. So when you study through the Old Testament and the Gospels, you look out for what is consistent with the epistles. So the best way to really interpret the Bible in this dispensation is to have an eye of the New Testament. Then with the eye of the New Testament, you read the Old Testament and the Gospels. That's the best way. That's why many people teach all kinds of things that are not true. Do you hear what I'm saying? There must be a consistency. You see that Jesus introduced the, the subject of being born again and left it. Now you come into the epistles, this epistle written by Apostle Peter, and you see that he's mentioning a similar case or the same thing in a different way, a different wording. It says, being born again is not of corruptible seed. Jesus said, that which is born of flesh is flesh. You see that? And that which is born of spirit is spirit. Then Peter says, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of an incorruptible seed. It says, by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. So when you are born again, it says you are not born of an incorruptible life. Now he's talking about life here. When he talks about seed, he's talking about life. Sperma. Life. So there's a corruptible life in humans. There is what? That's what I was explaining. That is one of flesh of life. I said you live by the life of your parents and by the blood of your parents. So there's a corruptible life in humans. That corruptible life is where all those sicknesses come from. The source is the nature into the life. So with a person born of the flesh, the effects of all those things are at work in your blood. They're at work in the person's blood. Because it's born of the flesh. So the effects of the nature of sin in the human spirit is at work also in the human flesh, including the blood. But here it says that being born again is not of corruptible seed, but of an incorruptible seed. So the one who is born again is born of an incorruptible seed. That is an incorruptible sperm. It says this sperm is gotten by the word or from the word of God which lives and abides forever. Who understands what I'm saying there? So you are born of what we call an eternal life. The life that is derived from the word of God. So when we say you are born again, you are also born. But you have your life from the word of God. That life is an incorruptible life. That the new spirit or the new man or the newly created spirit is born with 
the newly created spirit or the newly born spirit or the newly born spirit man is born with an incorruptible life. That life is what we refer to as eternal life. But there is a corruptible life which is the human life in everyone that is not born again. Now listen, is that not powerful? It says that you are born by the word of God which liveth and abideth forever. Now if your life is from the word of God that lives and abides forever, what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> Come on, shout glory. glory. What does that mean? It means that my life is a life that does not die. That means that I live and abide forever. So the Christian lives and abides forever. That's why I said that when we say the Christian is dead, he's not dead. He's still living. It's only the Christian who leaves this earth realm to live again. He's just living. He's just a living. It's not. Oh, you didn't hear that. We shouted glory to that. But if the, if the, you are born of the life that lives and abides forever, then that life is superior. So it depends on what you know as a Christian and what you do with what you know. Because he's saying here that there is the one that is born of a corruptible life or seed. And there's the one that is born of an incorruptible life. And it tells us that we are born of an incorruptible... Did I write the Bible? Do you see it there? Yes, sir. Say, I'm born of an incorruptible life. Say that again. Say, I'm born of an incorruptible life. Which lives and abides forever. Come on, shout glory. Who is getting what I'm saying? So if you are here, you are born again, you have what you call it an incorruptible life in your spirit. A life that cannot be corrupted by the corruption in the world. A life that cannot be destroyed by the corruption. We are supposed to be superior, ruling in life, reigning in life. Controlling the circumstances of this earth realm. Did you hear what I said? Not to be sub, to be subject to all the things happening and crying on God. He says, Are you born again? You said yes. And he says that if you are born again, say the word of God. God Is God speaking to me? So if I'm born again, he says I'm born of an incorruptible sperm. That sperm is derived from the word of God. And that sperm is also what we refer to as life. The word gives life. If you are born of the word, the only thing you can have is life. Did you hear what I said? So I have life in my spirit. It's an incorruptible life in my spirit. It's an eternal life in my spirit. Say eternal life is in my spirit. Is that not powerful? Take us to James quickly. So if you are born, the first thought you should know is that you are born this say on that you are born by the word of God through the instrumentality of the Holy Spirit and because of that I'm born of an incorruptible sperm in my spirit can I shock you on certain things now do I still have some small time come on shout glory James chapter 1 verse 18 oh masotoko poloko toko sapira katosh Mando of his own will begat he us or of his own will has he begotten us or given birth to us 
with the word of truth. Say it, say with the word of truth. You see that there? So you are born by the word of God through the agency of the Holy Spirit. So once you believe with your heart and you confess the Lordship of Jesus, what comes into your spirit is eternal life. What happens? What, do, you, do, you, do you get what I'm saying? It says that we should be a kind. Say a kind. Oh, this scripture not powerful. This, this is milk. Oh. All this I'm sharing is just milk. Milk, milk. This is milk. Is this not milk of the word? I'm talking about being born again. It's a milk. Many Christians don't know what has happened. They say, oh, we believe in being born again. We believe in being born again. We believe that when you are born again, you turn a new leaf. When you are born again, you stop certain things you used to do. The things I used to do, I do them no more. Great things since I was born. Great things since I was born. Great change since I was born. There's a great change since I was born. Is that not true? No things I used to do, I do them no more. I say them no more. I do them no great. It's a great change since I was born. Is that not true? That is the traditional mentality in the church. It's a religious mentality of being born again. And because of that, even though we sing these songs, we've still presented ourselves as subject to... That, that is why we're always dealing with demons and devils and the effects of all those things that happened to Adam still with Christians. We are still dealing with the things that happened with the first Adam, still with the generation of the second Adam. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? What happened with Kwame Nkrumah is different from what is happening now. Is that not true? When Kwame Nkrumah was doing all that, were you there? So what was happening the coup d'etat and all that? Was it affecting you? So it's a strength when that all those things that the people were going through under Kwame Nkrumah's leadership still comes back to be something you are going through. <laughs> it's strange. Is that not strange? Is that not strange? Oh, it's different. That's why last week I said that when you are born again, being born again is not a change of what the old things I used to do, I do them no more. Being born again is the creation of the human spirit. And that human spirit must live. Now, wait. Is this of his, why am I saying all of this right now? Because this scripture explains that. Of his own will, he did it of his own will. Has he given birth to me? Has he given birth to you? It says that we should be. Say, I am. What does it mean to be? Is it not a verb? It means, I am. Say, you are, you are, you are. I am. Like last week I said, I said that the Christian doesn't say, I used to be. The Christian says, I am. Those days when I used to go for clubbing. You don't know what you're talking about. The you that used to go for clubbing is dead. I'll show you that scripture. I'll show you that scripture. It's dead. Doesn't exist. Doesn't have a past. It's dead. So the you that used to go for clubbing is dead. And you are also dead. Do you know why you are alive? Because of the life of Christ in your spirit now. I'll, I'll show you certain scripture. So it says that we should be a kind of first fruits of his Christ. So whenever your mind takes you to some place, you say, no, mind, come back to my spirit. Do you hear what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. The unrenewed mind. Your mind is taking you to 1997. You say, no, come back. Bring your, your mind back to your spirit. Because your mind is not renewed. That is why it is taking you somewhere, somewhere. Is that not true? But you need to bring that mind back to your spirit. Because now the chief 
is the spirit. He's the king. Your mind is not the king. <laughs> uh, how can a language control the king? Of his own will begat he us with the word of truth. That we should be a kind. That is why I talk about the two kinds. Have you seen I've mentioned kinds and types here? It says that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Now, when he talks about first fruit, he's talking about the first and the best. Now, wait. When a farmer does all the things he does, like Nana does, the first harvest of rice is the first fruit. It's the first of its kind. So the church is the first of, of the kind that we are. We are not a prototype. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. We are of our... So it says, we should be a kind of first fruits. The first to be born of our kind. Not an upgrade. We are the first to be born. We are looking, we are looking at the generation that are born of God. The generation that has been born of God is the church. With the first fruit, Jesus. And all of us following suit. Who heard what I just said there? You didn't hear what I said. You shouted a big glory there. So it says that we should be a kind of first fruit among his creatures. So among all, all that God has created, including Adam, we are the first of our kind. So I'm the first of my kind. Is that powerful? So powerful. Who heard what I just said there? The second thought I want you to have is that this new person is this new person looks like Jesus. You are born again. This new human spirit, it's a new human spirit, looks just like Jesus. Who heard what I said there? Come on, shout glory. Can we go into something? First Peter chapter 1, verse 3. How does this new man look like? How does he look like? He looks like Jesus. The new man looks like Jesus. The newly created person looks like Jesus. The one who is born again looks like Jesus. When you take his human spirit, it's just like Jesus. Think about it. These are things that when you think about in your room, you want to hold some demon's neck and bring it to church and show the church that this is what I've been talking about. Is that not true? <laughs> One of these days you'll be, you'll be holding a demon's neck and bringing it. See what is happening? <laughs> Come on, shout glory. Christians are afraid of witches. Christians are afraid of demons. Christians being bewitched. You understand? Christians are under some kind of sorcery spells and all kinds of things. Say so what happens? You don't understand. Those people are very this. They are very diabolic. This, 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 this. A Christian, it shows, it shows, it shows you don't know what you are talking about. The force that you have in your spirit, eh? the force of the human spirit is greater than any force. Did you hear what I said? Oh, you didn't hear that? Shout a glory to that. Something just hit me right now. The force of the human spirit is greater than any force on this earth, man. That is why demons are after the human spirit. And that is why the Holy Ghost, God, the whole God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, when you study the scriptures, the Bible says when, when God sneezes, all the curtains of this earth removes. They said the heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool. 
footstool. Is that not true? Have you heard that scripture before? That's in the Psalms and all that they talk about God. Now the earth, the heaven is the. <laughs> they say the earth is, is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Think about it. But in all His greatness, He is able to indwell the human spirit. It means that God is able to bring Himself into the human spirit, as great as He is. Through the Holy Ghost, He is able to bring Himself into the human spirit, and say, "But Avalash, you are my temple." Have you read the scriptures? The Old Testament, the Bible says that when Solomon f- finished the temple, when he finished the temple, Solomon, and they started praying, the Bible says the praise of God fell, nobody could enter. Do you understand? The, pres- the, the scriptures in the Old Testament, the presence of God came as a pillar of what? As a pillar of fire in the, in the night. And a pillar of cloud in the day. How mighty this God is. So that same God, that God is able to compress himself into our spirits. He's able to bring his, that presence into your, into, the scriptures talk about how the, 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 the sea saw the presence of God and fled. The, the sea, the sea, when the Israelites were coming, the sea saw them and saw what was behind them. Because that presence was not staying within their spirits. The, the presence was staying in their midst. It's just as the presence of God, as the sea saw the presence, the sea started fleeing. Come on, shout glory. glory. Think about it. Is that not powerful? Yet this same presence, in his fullness, he is in his fullness, is in your spirit. That, is, that tells you the force or the capacity of the human spirit. That is why when Jesus was casting out that demon, he says, we are legion. Is, is that what he said? The guy was so full of demons that when they chain him, the chains will break. He will break the chains. Another chain, he breaks the chain. The demon, that's the strength of the demons. Breaking the chains. When Jesus met the guy, he says, Hey, how many people are you here? He says, We are, we are legion, we are, for we are many. <laughs> one demon, one, one, one demon had brought all those small, small demons into. Over 5,000 demons. Is that not powerful? In the spirit of one man, and the man had the strength to break chains. If we give you a chain that breaks like this, this day they can you do a chain? Was breaking the chains. It shows you the human what is what the human spirit is made up of. It's not like what all your intelligence combined. Who is saying what I'm saying? So I'm trying to tell you that the, the force of the human spirit is greater than any other force that you can see. Is that powerful? So when you develop your human spirit. And you train your human spirit through the word of God, the things you can do. Especially knowing that that human spirit is still occupied with the Holy Ghost. Hey. This, one I'm, this one I'm sharing is not even Holy Ghost. I'm sharing the human spirit. Shout glory. Who heard what I just said? These are things that you meditate on. And you want to see some kind of things. Say you want to see some kind of things. Shout glory. glory. Next week we continue from here. Amen. Amen. Next week I'll be teaching you some, something strange. Say teachers, teachers, teachers. I'll be teaching you the difference between the law of humanity and the law of eternity. At work. And you see the difference. According to the scriptures. Shall we please be upstanding?
we have to subdue things. We have to control things. That's why when I wake up, I close myself like this and I begin to look into the scriptures. This is the description of me. These scriptures describe me. <laughs> but I'll ask. It's Atmosphere for Miracles, Dinomai, with Pastor Prince, in the month of September 2021. Spiritual authority. If you are born again, you are a Christian, and you do not understand spiritual authority, the devil will take advantage of you. He says, for we are not ignorant of the devices of the enemy. So there are devices of the enemy. But Paul said, we are not ignorant. As, as the man of God declared over the room, he said, we are receiving a miracle right now. We are receiving a miracle right now. While in the room, on a Sunday evening, at the same time, at the same time, I, I picked up my phone and right on my phone, I received a notification of a transfer of money wow. for the contract that I was working on over the last two months. Beloved, who are, who are listening to us? We, these are annually devised fables. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Did not, we did not rehearse what I shared. Yeah. We are only sharing with you that which we have experienced. Yes. It was a really disappointing uh, moment. So, Pastor Prince um, prayed for me and I had a call on a Sunday evening from my supervisor's assistant, meaning that that year I would be able to graduate. Papa gave the word and then the HR just came and said she wants to see me in the CEO's office. Okay. So when I went, they said she's going to put me on the same scale. So I'm now on the same scale with them. Wow. Do you need the working of miracles in a specific area of your life? Register today and enter the faith line with Pastor Prince for a specific miracle in your life. You are blessed. It's atmosphere for miracles.